Good morning, Squatchers. It's Jack here for Expedition Sasquatch. We are, as always, the world's leading podcast for Bigfoot research, tracking, and slaughter. That's right, folks. We're out here killing Bigfoot. Or at least we usually are. Today, in the middle of 2021, we've been presented with a bit of a conundrum. See, about a year ago, I busted out of jail and went on the run for the police all through the American South, uh, Mexico as well, and parts of South America. I was eventually recaptured and coerced into helping solve some cryptid-related problems in and around the North Georgia mountains. There are tapes of these adventures that my producer and longtime friend, Fat Jimbo, tells me that we will not be able to release just yet. Fat Jimbo, when you're producing this part, I want you to remember that that one tape, what was recorded when I found the Yeti in Chile, don't have nothing incriminating on it, except the bit where I committed some minor identity theft, and you can just edit out that and explain it away with some narrations. Um, <clears throat> anyhow, as a result of the cryptid problems I'd done solved all through the North Georgia mountains, I was rewarded with my freedom, a pardon, and a sizable chunk of fiat currency, which I have used to purchase a fine Sasquatch research facility in which I am recording this very episode. That brings me to the source of today's conundrum, namely our new building, that which is haunted. So, uh, who am I gonna call? Today's episode is brought to you by Ella Jade Coffeehouse. Ella Jade Coffeehouse on Main Street in Ella Jade, Georgia is the finest coffee shop in the whole goddamn world. And I challenge anyone who thinks otherwise to a bare-knuckle brawl in the parking lot at Ella Jade Coffeehouse. The good folks there, they were kind enough to put some copies of my book up for sale and to provide me with a custom blend of coffee known as Bigfoot Brew. Bigfoot Brew is made from 100% Arabica beans and is available exclusively in-store at LJ Coffeehouse and in our research facility across town. I'm trying my darndest to set up online sales too, but shipping just takes so much damn time. Anyhow, LJ Coffeehouse was kind enough to sponsor this episode, and I am confident that we'll be working together for many years to come. If you are ever in LJ, Georgia, or anywhere in the North Georgia mountains, swing on by and I'll tell them, that Expedition Sasquatch sent you. Music scene. There we go. <sighs> Ghosts. Ghosts are boring. I hunt Squatch. Sasquatch. I explicitly do not hunt poltergeists. I do not hunt apparitions. I do not hunt phantasms, nor psychic impressions, nor specters of any kind. Not floaters, not vapors, not a class 2 psychic phenomenon. I'm just not into it. Frankly, the whole thing kind of freaks me out. But it's my new research center, and I can't have my instruments getting all muddled up by ghosts. So it's time for me to knuckle down and exterminate some spirits. Now, first things first, I don't expect y'all listeners to be up to date on paranormal terminology, seeing as this is a Bigfoot podcast and not a creepy dead people podcast. So I'm going to I'm gonna run through a brief educational on uh, what exactly the various ghost words mean, some of the terminology we use in the biz, and what the equipment I'll be using today is like. I, I spent several, several years of my career 
working in a uh, general unexplained phenomenon research facility. And I know all about ghost hunting. And I just hate it. I hate it so very much. But needs must when the Sasquatch waits to be research. So, terms you need to know are included but not limited to classifications. Phantasm, poltergeist, apparition, spirit, PKE, ectoplasm, ectocooler, and buster. Now, from the top, with classifications, you got four. There's four basic classification of apparition. Class 1, 2, class 3, class 4, which is actually called Fred. So, 1, 2, and 3 are easy to comprehend. Class 1 apparitions are like haze and mist. They can't do nothing, they can't say nothing, you can barely see them. They're an obfuscation of spirituality. It's basically, you know, the the last remaining vestiges of existence. Class 2 can interact with their environment. And they look a little more solid, but they're still barely there. This is uh, almost as if the impression of id itself was uh, manifest. And Class 3 apparitions, also known as phantasms, look like people. Which is, you know, id, ego, will, all of that rolled into one and manifest. And sometimes phantasms take the appearance of things. A class 3 apparition is very rare and is to be avoided. Class Fred, not four, but Fred apparitions are... <clears throat> well, shit, folks. It's probably best if you don't think too hard about class Fred. These are ghosts that live inside stuff. In your brain. Laptop. Your engine. Like a gremlin. Class Fred apparitions are the stuff of nightmares. Literally. Anyhow, we already talked about phantasms, and that's just a Class 3 apparition, essentially. I guess I should explain what an apparition is. Um, an apparition is when something appears, you get me? It appears it's an apparition. And uh, a poltergeist, that's a word that gets uh, misused a lot. Folks think a poltergeist is an angry spirit. They're dead wrong. Get it? Dead wrong. A poltergeist. <clears throat> Back on topic. No more working on my type five for comedy. Uh, a poltergeist ain't a spirit at all. A poltergeist is an apparition caused by an interaction betwixt latent psychic fields and a person's unconscious mind. It ain't no ghost. It's just the things you've been thinking, starting to thinking for themselves. Hmm. This is this. It's getting to be a long list. Listeners, ghosts are born. I'm going to go real fast and try to get the rest of the terminology out of the way, so just try to keep up. <clears throat> a spirit is an apparition that's the remnants of something what used to live. PKE stands for... Hold on, I had to ask Jimbo about this one. stands for public key encryption. I don't know what that has to do with ghosts. But uh, everyone always talks about it. Um, ectoplasm, that's ghost snot. Ecto-cooler is ghost blood. And a buster, also known uh, occasionally by the colloquialism called a ghost Keaton, is an apparition what looks like silent movie star Buster Keaton and can be seen performing one of his many famous stunts. 
Anyhow, I think that's enough of the classroom lesson. Let's get to the good bit, the evidence. So, evidence of ghostly occupation in my new Bigfoot research center. One, I hear voices when there ain't no voices around. I recorded some. Listen. Here, let me, where's the play button on this damn thing? pretty serious. Uh, Number two, I've seen some busters no less than like four times in this building since I took possession of it. (laughs) Possession. (laughs) Uh, All my Bigfoot hunting equipment's registering constant like false positives and readings and whatnot. It's getting to be quite frustrating. Number four, the whole place is starting to smell like peanuts basically constantly. And uh, there's also some lore about this here building. <laughs> it was uh, it was built in 1956, and it's a big old octagon. And back in the 50s, it was the top of L.J. restaurant, and it was home to L.J.'s first and oldest cult, the Order of the Olive. Local rumors have it that silent movie star Buster Keaton attempted to murder then-Georgia State Senator and eventual President of the United States, Jimmy Carter, in the bathroom of this building one evening in 1965. Another rumor holds that it was not just Buster Keaton, but it was actually a poltergeist, in fact, intentionally created by the Order of the Olive and rendering to Class Three form by means of magical augmentation. Over the years, folks have found that most poltergeists and phantasms tend to take the form of Buster Keaton. Ghost Keatons are among the most common sightings reported. Which is to say, ghosts are dumb and boring. So, now that Buster Keaton's died in California in 1966, and as of this particular recording, Jimmy Carter is still alive and kicking in his mid-90s, it seems unlikely that either of these men are responsible for the apparitions inhabiting the place. My gut says that it's likely a byproduct of the rumor of Buster Keaton trying to kill Carter in the top of L.J. restaurant in 1965, and, and that being like a very powerful uh, rumor in general, and it just encapsulating the minds and imaginations of so many people that their collective unconscious is resonating with the mystical octagonal octagonal eight-sided frequency embedded in this building by the Order of the Olive, leaving us with mass psychic projection, also known as a tulpa. I told Skippy, Colorado's absolute finest cryptid hunter and my lover, about my theories, and he had this to say. 
<laughs> Jackie, that might be the dumbest thing I ever heard you done say before. Which, uh, frankly, listeners, that hurt to hear. I have said much dumber things to Skippy. I spent a whole month calling him damn Slappy. But he might be right. I might have jumped to a conclusion too far on this one. I think it's time to do some investigating. Ghosts. So I'm going to cover this place with cameras and microphones and public key encryption and an ecto-cooler-sensitive cardboard, and uh, I'll record more when I've found more about ghosts. Ugh. Anyhow, I'll talk to y'all soon, listeners. Wish me luck. Apparitions. Bunch of dumbass. Listeners, it wasn't a ghost, it was a Bigfoot, and I seen him with my own eyes. A Sasquatch entered this very building, stole all my peanut butter, and turned every knob on every piece of equipment in the lab, stole all the memory cards from all my cameras, and then used our elaborate network of projectors to watch Buster Keaton's 1925 feature film, Our Hospitality. I was so shocked. I didn't even think to go for my riffle. At first... I just stood there, watching Bigfoot watch TV and eat peanut butter, and wondered to myself how many times the Sasquatch has been in the Sasquatch research facility without my noticing. It's a big building. There's lots of nooks and crannies. He could have been living in the building even, and I might not have noticed. Eventually, though, I regained my composure. I went to the armory to fetch my shotgun so that I could finally kill me a bastard Bigfoot. When I returned, the Sasquatch had vacated the premises, leaving nothing but an empty jar of peanut butter. He left all the crunchy, took all the creamy. Didn't even find any footprints in the area. I did, however, manage to capture the photo as he escaped, which I will be posting on my brand spanking new blog, which you can find at HTTPS colon backslash backslash expedition sasquatch.org backslash b-l-o-g-g that's blog spelt the american way with two g's not the dumb british way with one g but listeners we might not have killed one today but i didn't have to deal with no ghosts And I saw me a Bigfoot up close for the first time. Guaranteed, there's no way it could have been anything else. Proof positive that Bigfoot exists. He lives near my home. And I will be able to murder him soon. That's all for tonight, folks. But be on the lookout for more episodes soon. Especially some of them vaults, if I can convince old Jimbo, that delightful fat bastard, to release them. Anyhow, this is Jack, and remember, we are going to find and kill the Bigfoot. Have a nice night.
Expedition Sasquatch is available to you under a Creative Commons CC by SA license. Our theme music is Peaceful Henry by the Heftone Banjo Orchestra. You can find us online at expeditionsasquatch.org, a production of Fat Jimbo, Analog Revolution, and Space Age Ideas. Also available on Floppycast from Space Age Ideas. LJ Coffee House on Main Street in Ellen. Just for the record, LJ Coffee House. Man, I fucked this. I fucked this all up. I wish I could fucking. How do I delete the. Oh, motherfucker.